Hi, Cindy. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Mic check. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Irra, kya hoodra? Then I kya hoodra kwa? All right, great. So, Fabi. Mic check. Mic check. So, Tebe. Wow. Mic check. Ra. We can hear you. Ah, hey, hey. Hi, Batu. We are living. Okay, cool. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, today is going to be a little bit more chilled, I think. For Friday, most. Um, Cindy, um, I want us to have, I want us to have conversation a, a not too formal. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about everything, anything and everything. And I'd just love to be able to talk to you two ladies. So we'll be able to really deep into into your lives, into, um, you know. <laughs> cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm great. Okay. All right. Uh, jump in and interject. This, think of this as us chilling uh, at a pub with our drinks like don't don't think of it like an interview right all so right. jump in anytime all right all right cool so firstly you know actually actually i'm thinking i want us to build up a, i want us to build up um the people here we've got about 50 people on which is fine um yeah so let's just kick it off I get. Um, first, let's start. Uh, let's start with Sateb. So, Sateb, firstly, what were you? You were trying to break the internet, Maloba. <laughs> Why were you trying to upset the people? That's seventy-five thousand. Um, I think the the thing that I wanted to put across is that these decisions are made in this country. We do make these decisions, Rilabatsand. <coughs> And I mean, Malaba Nahubuaka, the guys by the Ranger, Horbasa, like a four hundred Bula, and what what. And you find that, especially because the conversation was about Hore, um, how do you make that jump? Uh, a lot of people, their biggest obstacle is Hore, what am I going to do with my life um, when I'm no longer earning my Jaga Mohela? And I wanted to start off the conversation or have the conversation of guys, if I manage to jump at this amount, um, and there's people who've jumped come more. I mean, I've seen uh, the different posts that you've put in. People have jumped come 150K, people have jumped come 250K um, to nothing, and, and they're doing just fine. So I think that was sort of the motivation around it to say to people, you can do it, doesn't matter how much you're earning. Yeah, and, and I and I guess and I guess it 
why? I mean, because of that, we have the biggest space that we've ever had. I mean, I haven't even seen, I haven't even seen some of the South African guys, Baba, Baba Blind, to get the kind of numbers that we were getting. So it worked. Um, but I also did see that a lot of it, like a lot of people, took it the wrong way. They took the conversation mm-hmm. um, in the, in the wrong manner. They thought that was a brag. They thought, you know, you were just bragging. And I even saw some people talking about, or, you know, when we're in this economy, all COVID, and people can't find jobs. Why are people <laughs> putting out those kind of things and saying those kind of things? And I felt like people honestly just, like, they missed the point. I'm glad that you saw all of those other conversations somewhere else. Because the ones that I picked, a lot of them were around how do I get that kind of job? Um, and the one needs to be addressed was the issue of, I think it was after the talk where somebody was saying everybody who was speaking there and the conversations, the type of conversations that were being held were from a privileged background. And I think um, for me, that's the first thing that I want us to clear about privilege and to make it clear, Jorge, yeah. sometimes um, opportunity meets your hard work and sometimes you create your own fortunes, um, not because of anything, um, not because of your background, not because of your surname, not because we do behela, but because people see um, the potential in you and how consistent you are. Things work out over time. So just to start off um, the, the, the whole thing, um, Gibwaka, sort of um, my history a little bit and then going into my career and getting to that point as 25K that everybody was all winged about and then getting into the actual topic. Um, yeah. My upbringing... And, and, and I mean, that's how, that's, how, that's how I thought about it as well. I was like, you know, because Naka, you know, mm. because we met... We met in high school. Um, yeah. I was there throughout that whole journey. Um, I know how we are that 75k. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think now I don't know if I don't I don't know if you've had this happen to you over the past two years or so. Unfortunately, now because um, you happen to be you happen to have the same name Manike, people somehow yes. also think <laughs> you are. Yeah. And it can't be any further from the truth. Like, mm. people don't know where you come from. And I think it's important for let's let's lay that down so that... And, and I mean, obviously, we'll, people will always talk, so whatever. But let's just sort of make also, everybody see yeah. it. Yeah, how about yeah, the other thing on. is to clear... Where does its privilege start? <laughs> because at least you know the, you know them <laughs> but anyway um let's start here my upbringing guys um I, and i'm happy to do this in this environment because i feel safer um and i want to believe that this whatever i will share is something that will either add to somebody's life or what or give you some kind of of motivation i don't expect it to be um mugozi somewhere but life is life and people will talk. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, now I was brought up by, yeah, I was brought up by my mother. And my mother was a teacher, a primary school teacher. 
um and she was very young when i was born so in her post to go to calling like i know she or she worked kobosala jwe go 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 mudi khalonza bo phalape kwa um when she was posted go i would then live with my my grandparents and her postal la halong gore gona di thabologonyana then she would take me and this is why i think there was some tweet at some point guys now I've gone to seven primary schools so hakena le haile um hatogobidwe i can't say kena le primary school friends that we have grown with since standard 1 because every term i could change schools um and nekatsa ma tswana um mediums and i have had experience ka english medium and this is solely because my dad would occasionally decide to be my father this is another topic altogether and when he decided to be my father he would pay only school fees and nothing else and um my mother being the type of person she was or the type of person she is um she's if your dad is going to pay school fees hosha but i'm not going to kill myself kasalaria ya butishara to try and maintain um what your dad thinks he he's his whatever he's trying to do yeah Hey, wow. So I lived a very um somber or uh, uh, neutral life where my mom was very honest, very clear. Listen, this is what I can afford. This is how I can um I can I can raise you. I could have motoho breakfast, come after school, finish off motoho, kasa para rapa motoho and that's how i grew up i can't say what it could like it was just the circumstances that we grew up in um my mother was a like i said kitnel shara primary um she went on um aya go go ithutela go ruta matshara so then that's when she specialized in mathematics abadla go ruta go tc and at that point the additional thing that we did for income mapping was gore ke sama gunya le le dirashiane busego to mabodar mabodara a go sorete tsela go swane busego and that was the pocket money that i got for school um le adikum type of stuff so not at all a privileged life um then moved to to gabrone when my mom moved to uh she came to do her masters moyubi um she couldn't afford to rent and still do school so her all her live with my grandparents my grandparents were in government umwana bereka go counseling umwana bereka go education nothing to write home about um especially during that time during that time everybody was working for government so there's nothing special about that setup um and then they retired kebala from 3 and that's the time that i full time lived with my mom and by that time na leko na aloko sureti again going to tc and then she left to go to tc to macmillan and and now she's back go 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 minister of education and there's still nothing go junior go junior no tsana ka no tsana go mosala pula eh go junior ne ke tsana go mosala pula go senior ne go senjo Okay. Nothing special <laughs> about my life. And that's where and that's where and we met. We met we met on the Kosenjo Kilepes PSS, right? Yes, yes, that's where we met. That's where we met. 
ka debate um and the one thing that in my upbringing my mother has always taught me was because i was a meek child she taught me that your voice matters so nere like i remember ke bala sana thuko tsekedi go 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 serwe um teacher masa makela sengwe sentle and i became number 3 but at at and at the end of that term i was leaving <laughs> so it didn't matter but she made me go back and and confront the teacher and principal and ask them to change my marks and make me number 1 ke tsa makela wane so from that age kuipuelela has come right from there from for a child who was meek so if it's about upbringing abana i think that's one thing that i learned from that that has made me a very pushy person in my life right now fast forward to um fast forward to rehitsa rehitsa from 5a i want to leave the country but my mom won't have it <laughs> Um so I was forced to apply like you be uh be apply like you be get out like you be and I didn't register and this, this was, was 2002 right yeah uh, no it wasn't 2002 was it it was yeah it was yeah wow 2002 i think like about about one or two <laughs> uh, guys please 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 <laughs> 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 Wow. Yeah. Yes. So But it feels like yesterday honestly. It, it does. does. <laughs> it does. I can't believe there's somebody who works in my office who every time I talk about the 90s he's like I wasn't even born yet. And I'm like please don't make me feel that old. <laughs> But anyway. Um so yeah. And I remember you guys had regi- were registering and everything and I was there for registration. I would get dropped off because our lady never got minister of education. I would get dropped off. I tso go tsa tsiana go registerwa. Ka mo so go re go go registerwa go 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 mme ni hatiki ga. Go go sponsor makwala sponsorship and all of that. I picked up all the documentation without filling anything in. And when she knew she needed to sign, I let her sign and I never submitted it. But get am I every day. And the first term from august to december nekaskolo mpoeng is there he he can bear witness to this nekia you be kesa igwadis and it was simply because i believed that i needed to leave the country and the the, the admission letters that outside the country were only going to come um in in january kitsokegatile monwana hela ya So it's only sort of in December when I got my admission letter um that I'm going to Cape Town that I then told my family. And you can imagine guys it's extended family we all live in the same house so every December I go it's all of my uncles and their wives and everybody. So go 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 wile ntheng gore ah guys naka na ntikisa tsene skolo ngeaplete <laughs> 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 
we had to do our uh, metric Ghana bridging cost. So you had the choice there with a bridging cost go met go Ghana metric, um go awards or whatever um high school you were thinking. So I did metric that year. And then um University of Cape Town, full sponsorship, everything. My mother never sent me money in school. <laughs> she was clear. The day she dropped me off, her she said, Thank God from now on it is the government that is your parent. This is the number. So if you need anything, you don't call home. And that was it. Yeah. So yeah. You so have then, to grow up. yeah, that's how I grew up. So that speaks to there's no privilege there. So now we talk about job, right? Um, my approach to Twitter you've jumped. Mm. Um, what, what what were you do? What did you do in Cape Town, and and how was that? How did you choose what you decided to Hala hala. Okay. Um. Okay, so the most important thing for me in my life was that I didn't want to do do a career that got me to do the same thing every day. I wanted freedom. and decide what I wanted to do that day. So I had had um, I had had the opportunity with um, somebody who was in risk management during some job that I did. Um, and he said to me, risk management is exciting. Yada, yada, yada. So when I applied for varsity, initially I applied for actuarial science. So that's what I was sponsored for. But when yeah. I got there, I then found risk management in, in property studies. So the things that enticed me about property was I could do risk management there was a course in thinking about business. Um, and then there was economics and statistics and, and um, financial mathematics and investments. So I just felt like, wow, this is such a, an overarching thing. And I think it gives me all sorts of flexibilities. The, the prospectus that you see, I, I, I can only speak about that because that's the only university that I've looked at prospectus CIO and I won't lie. Um, it had all the different courses. At the end, never quite at least the other top types of jobs you can do. And property had like two pages of types of jobs um, you can do. And for me, it was like, oh, wow, I love this, this flexibility. And this was before I fully understood what property was. It's only because my idea was risk management. From risk management was I wanted the, something that could give me the widest scope um, of things that I could do. Cool? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Then, then let, let, let me bring in Cindy there. Let's, let's, let's get her, let's get up to her, her journey up to, up to tertiary anyway. Um, we've never met, unfortunately. So I'm going to need you, I read your story, Maba, in the way you put out a few tweets and I thought that was like a super amazing story. Um, and I, and I also loved your way, where you are age wise, Bessas say Um, and I thought 
Wakana quite, you know, you would be able to give like a, a cool perspective to to people that are obviously um as thing gets lost because it might have been a different time. Um, yeah. so you know, take us through take us through, you know, where were you born? That whole that whole story. All right. Um thank you so much for having me. Um ke bidua got this thing di matla ping um gets a gomu chudi growing up yes I keep my eyes open today. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this is my story. <laughs> um, I was born and bred Momuchudi, and then later on moved to Khaborone. Um, I would say I grew up really one confident. I was I was always a confident child. Oh, I'm born from a family of one. It's just me and it's just me and my mother. I don't have siblings. That's the that's the thing that I always like about my little family. That's just me and my mother. So growing up the only child, I learned to be confident. Um good like go preschool I was told I was stupid by my preschool teacher. I still remember when I was three years old, my preschool teacher and thought, you know what? When I'm ma you are stupid, you are one of those people that are stupid. And I carried that up until I up until I did stand one. I mean I remember even teacher Rantar, I was putting on some little dress or red and she 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 just said do you know what a color color red or like okay orayang i don't know kana kera when i was at preschool and then she told me that ora um bo belete yeah if i if i may just say it out wow. loud yeah wow. my preschool okay. teacher said that <laughs> so <Wow>. yes <laughs> so i became clear that the you know what um I'm stupid. But then was standard one. I was in a government school and then I moved to a private school. Um my mother my mother believed in me. She would take me out for holidays. I'd watch Cartoon Network. And then that's how I got to learn a lot of things. She would buy me books, coloring books, maths books, English books. You know, she'd read me bedtime stories and ugly duckling and everything else. And then I got to, and then she told me, you know what? You are not stupid. I don't understand how Tisha Horaria stupid Hororaya is. So, and then I grew, I, I became confident in everything I did, and all that. Um, and then I went to, to for tertiary school. I always wanted to be a dentist. I kids wanna know if I still want to be a dentist. I don't know. Uh, I wanted to be a dentist. University of Cape Town and uh, Vets University to do um, dentistry. Um, I got rejected for DTF for sponsorship because 
they want to they want to empower local schools so at that time i had a, a gap year because i could go to south africa you start your first your first semester on a january compared to Aska august january, yeah. yeah so i had to wait up until um january the following year and thing frustrated i ended up enrolling because i i felt you know what i can't stay home for a couple more months it, it was just um, frustrating and then I ended up going to Baisaho University College by the time it was a university college I did become banking and finance and to be honest with you I didn't like it I just did it because I had to do school you know um, so I wasn't really performing well but then I managed to finish and then I started working and all that in, I mean, it's- uh-huh I was just going to say, it's amazing, you know, how some of the biggest life decisions that we make, we're supposed to make at 18, um, where you had a specific dream, but you end up or you end up or what to have different school altogether, simply because no one and the thought for another six months just wasn't gonna what well, just wasn't gonna happen um and this thing has then has a huge effect on your life going forward i mean i look, look when, when i was okay i know that i want to do risk management and then i want to do anything that has the widest job so you literally only chose property because nobody mm. and that is the basis of of like your life decision it's crazy it is crazy. Um, it is very crazy because I, when I look back, I was like, Kana I didn't choose my academic path. I didn't choose it. I, I'm here because life happened, you know? And But I don't want to lie to you. I'm very grateful for um, I'm where I am. But I wasted my four years of study um, because I did others course because high school I even forget what I am a degree holder. I just... Like I, I don't even have a degree, you know, I, I've moved on from that. I have a degree and everything else. I can get a job and all that. I've moved on from that. You know, when I, when I think of how I initially applied to science, I, I was going to be um, a sound engineer. Like, country, like I remember these conversations for me. I was always clear for it. I remember now there used to be a, a stigma with going to SA as of providing SA. So I never applied for anything. That was one of that was one of the biggest arguments. I chose financing um, simply because it was being offered for the first time that year and then someone convinced me that means I had no idea what it was about um, that was literally the only reasoning of why I chose to do finance Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. So let's go. Let's go to the. Let's let's get to the. You guys, you you've now you've now both graduated. Um, mm. Let's let's start with the tab. Let's go on with your job. Job uh, after UCT, you come back. Yeah. To the so let's let's yeah. talk about my first job. 
let's talk about my first job. So I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in between because my first job is what got me to start my company. So it was my first small jump, and then my return back, and then eventual final jump after the 75k. <laughs> so my first job. Um, this is how I look for my job. Um, I went to my mother's office. Um, application letter. I had a list of companies from that direct directory. I sat down officing a hawe kilebela directory and chose which companies um I would be interested in. So I wrote specific letters for them. And you would know the amount of uh, So we did yeah. that. I did that. And the company that I didn't know was um, the managers of um, a building that I liked at the time, Standard House. So Standard House in And for me to go to Standard House is because I was dropping off my application, go Stanchat, go head office. I get in that building, I'm like, wow, this is still a new building. Who are the owners? So then I I, I, I research a little bit, look around. Every building, when you look around, there would be a sign here who the owners are. So we give about that. Fortunately, Guido Jaggetti there, who was the MD, it was a bit before lunch, so but to negar ba office in by. So what are you here for? Tiro, tiro Um, have you graduated? No, not yet. Ki graduate the end of the. It was November. Ki graduate ka December. Eh, okay. Shut up. Let's talk. So we sit there and talk. He says, "So what are you looking for a job here for?" Make like, No, I just want to manage um what I believe is the best building in Gabs. That's all. And for whatever reason, that sold him. Then my 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 like what did you study? Yara yara yara. Did our interview, and then a little bit later, he he. Can you imagine? Nanti let's go 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 ha go ha inok. Like this most ha inok go face too. Well, ba ngoba batasi too, I guess. <laughs> so they called the um interview. It was a payphone you we dwell on one umbanella two put and then you 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 call. So they call me in the afternoon. By this time we still call They call me in the afternoon or come through um for to collect your offer letter and whatever. Okay, no sharp. And face two to protest the So fortunately she then agreed. So that was my first job. And believe you me, um there's a lot of people who miss out on opportunities waiting for applications or miss out on opportunities because they don't know the most important they don't know facts about the organization they say they want to work for. So that's that, leaving that. 
So go go RBC or, or Pam at the time. My job was property management, so I was doing all the so the portfolio was in was was split in half. So I was doing properties more Haburoni, um joining Serue, Palape, uh what else? So the interesting thing that um kept creeping was how um properties were are developed. So for instance, a lot of the times people would say, and I, I spoke about the Smalova, people would say, Hore, no, I want to partner with a developer, Bahe, and then after a certain number of years, the property will revert to me, right? I'll, I'll count for you companies, um, properties that started off with a, a, a deal with a, a, a developer who would aha and return the property, and it has never returned. Standard House is one of them. Um, Riverwalk is one of them. Um, How we go palape, Shashane Moa is one of them. Boswa, go palape, go on and Excel something is one of them. Yeah. Go pep, yes, one of them. Woolworths, yes, yes, I don't know what's there now, is one of them. Joining it's still, more, it's still words, it's, yeah. Hey, money more. Is one of them. All of them start like that, but you will never get ownership of that, right? Um, Lima says, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I know that story very well. Yes, and the person who comes with the land and says, Help me, never comes out best in that deal. Never. So, in all of these, these transactions, so, so my opinion, just to just, just to just to just to take you back. Hmm. Just so that not but I don't know if everybody hears you. Um, break down what mm-hmm. can I lay a piece of land? And then who do I approach? And so that they just get my okay, you're talking about. Um, because okay, I'm sure some people are having those hey, I'm not... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give example of the guys who made me jump ship go RDC. Um, this was uh, an old man who came with his much younger brother and um, um, the younger brother's son. Um, and they were talking about their, their, their grandmother's plot. And they had come through Bari, Babata, or um RDC as a developer. Or, yeah, they wanted to partner with us as a developer. Um, because they have got a big, big plot commercially and they want to build a shopping mall. So, then my heart went out simply because of this. On our side, how Buaga location we already know where, which retailers would be interested in that site. We already know retailers get at the, the shops who be interested in that more. We already know um, how much it would need for it to be developed, right? And most of the time, the only contribution you're bringing in Gilehats. So this is how the deal goes. It's, oh, okay, sharp. let's enter into an agreement. When we enter into an agreement, um, you your only contribution. So the agreement would say that your contribution is the value of the land. I get. And by that time, it may or yeah. may not, it may or may not be known. 
at least you don't you may not know it but definitely the developer does um and then from there the agreement would become we are going to raise capital we will put in some of our equity but that means rahotaya diloni maybe some of our assets as security so that means this property area needs to be part of the security we're going to put up for the development right for that yeah. to happen you need to release your rights yeah that land what whatever agreement that is being made at that point its intention is for that property to be put up as security as the asset that's the developer as one of the assets of the developer so that's the starting point i get when i gonna have say only have this land right when about when about the expertise construction company everything everything doesn't matter you can use your name it doesn't matter i care when what la it's fine yeah and then what <laughs> happens <laughs> and it has happened if you drive around i don't want to expose some people but anyway um so once that happens um then in nahore so in our initial budget would be okay so maybe your value is maybe 500,000 we'll give you a high a high a high estimate um and i'm speaking from a developer's perspective right maybe the land is 500,000 there and then maybe the development will be 5 million and then hora la go rota bona eh 1% or whatever and then ritana ntsere bona go rira ya okay no sha and then we do the drawings and yara yara it has moved from 5 million it is now 50 million and your portion is still 500000 and at every stage ra go bolela re go ira ga ra bolela re di hey the professional fees the architect kana ba tshetse bokana hey we do qa so qa so bokana so what what then happens in nagora i can we are shareholders ronaldwen so when the when the the development needs equity you need to contribute your you need to contribute the portion so ra go bolella gore kana hey la kana this thing has moved from 5 million to now 50 million gore la gore kana you need to now kana se tsa sona ke 500 gore go ntse 5 meter to maintain your your position your level of shareholder eh ya no ha lo gore ga ona ene re ka go moadima but obviously at at an interest with interest wa ba so imagine this thing is not up yet you're already incurring interest when you're already incurring interest because uh we are using our architects that we have whatever deal with um meter and you need to you need to contribute your portion therefore how contribute the portion of house now you never see money so the agreement 
the interest rate down. So from day one, you're at the back end. By the time Molowe Mella, four years later, you have accumulated interest on 5 million that has gone up to 10 million, that has gone up to 15 million, because now the development is 75 million. So when the development is finished, uh, opening and in, 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 hey, we need to prioritize and it's our managers, all of the fees are now we are covered completely in there and you won't know that. Um yeah. So yeah, so that we can then at whatever point when do you start sharing on the dividends? Over time, and then at that point, at that point, we can't talk about our country. Let's start. 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 Let's I didn't have a yeah. problem with having those dealings because they had their team and we had our team. And I don't have a problem with dealing with anybody. If you've got experts on your side and there are experts on, on, on our side, it's all right. But if you don't have experts on your side, I never want you to be at the back end of any deal that I'm a part of. I can't. Not in, I want to sleep at night. So these guys are the ones that made me feel, you know what? We need to find a way to, or I need to find a way to get on the other side, Yamotswana Hela, to be able to help them with this process. And that's how Vantage Properties was born. And that was when? That was, what, 2006, 2007? 2008. 2008. And was talking about resigning sharp sharp at the time goodness i didn't have any obligations or whatever so i just told my boss listen i want to start my business and yara yara and um his dad marco was still around um he's passed now um marco was was really happy because he 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 used to say to me or he would say to me for you know what you are you're going to do well in your life. So go and conquer the world. But we don't Angala for two years. <laughs> he didn't speak to me until my last day. But now we're talking again. Um, but we had become a family um, in the few months that I was there. And even I told them what I was going to do, why I want to do it and all of that. And they've been supporting. Um, they've been supporting Tatele um, and Sinjal. So, so that, that was, was the so that was the first time that was the first time you quit what was like a good job steady job hey. in fact you know what they said they said to me listen you don't have to quit completely you can work half day and run this thing you have a half day <laughs> but i'm a stubborn human being i said no i want to give this thing my best shot um yeah and 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 I did what I did at the time. So 
yeah so let's have cindy do her first i've been talking for yeah for a while yeah cindy, yes cindy you graduate Kobaisa. yeah you graduate Kobaisa for um everybody's happy you've got now a banking and finance thing um, you know, uh, <laughs> what, what firstly, what year was this? Um, I graduated ka 20, 2017. Um, and then we can graduate. My graduation ceremony was ka 2017. Okay, so guy Instagram is still a yeah, but by then I don't think I had time for social media. Um, Facebook, but I I was always anxious about what's going to be happening and all that. So yeah, I I actually thought I actually thought I was going to be a dealer, like your treasury department. I thought I was gonna be a dealer, you know. Make money, look good, drive the most nicest cars, live in the nicest house. But then it didn't turn out like that, hey? Tapang, okay, tapang. Wanna queue and about that one, a treasury team. Anyway. Okay, um, let me. Let, uh-huh. So, so yeah, so, so, so you went off and you were started looking for a job. Uh huh. Now, let me, let me say this. I can take it a dissertation, eh? I may before I can swallow. That was Gabo October. Because October, November. I got a call from company A. Because um, So November they, they called me. Hi, are you done with school? I'm not yet done with school. I'm still doing my dissertation. And then, then I'll be free. Immediately, we really liked you and all that and all that. Okay, great. December, Gillian Tenhal, I wasn't earning much. I was earning one 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 point eight. So that to me from one point four twenty to one point eight, that was something. Like you know, screaming. I wasn't someone who was social back then. So I got this job. And then, hey, in Mbora, to be honest with you guys, in um, said cleaning chemicals and cleaning equipment. Hey, I didn't like that job. Um, this and that, and and I interacted with people who ran cleaning companies. I interacted with Bo, Clean All, Global Care. You know, funny thing, I didn't even know one day I'll be in the cleaning industry because I was really bored. Um, three months down the line, that was both February. February, I quit. I was home. Hey, what's your king? Life then hit me hard. Horish. I shouldn't have quit because you can't just quit a job because you are bored. Um, happen if you drop the CV and everything else. Um, and then uh, July 2017, I then got a job as a fintech administrator for Company B. Let me call it Company B. I stayed in that company for two two and a half years. I gave it a good thing. And then when I when I when I got there because of Tlalelia. March, April, May, June. That is four months. Hosna income. Um, I decided, well, you know what? Once I get a job, I'm gonna do a side hustle. I started selling hair. 
and then started selling your Avon. Yeah, that is network marketing. I got into network marketing, sold Avon, get excited, lipstick, get excited. And then I got a car because I was business in now. I was a very busy person. Even my, my one thing I liked about my boss na 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 inspire na dumela thata mo go nna kona go no you know what how about la go tabaga o dropa di local customer and just take your car hurry up go do whatever you want to do then come back to the office o tle go bereka that that was my life i feel privileged on that so how can se can se because I was close to management, if I could call it. I was close to but business management and they would tell I could tell there's something going on in the company. register the office team cleaning and support services. I've always wanted to run a business, but I just didn't know what business exactly. Remember, I wanted to be a dentist so that I can come and do my dental practice. So I registered uh, the office team inspired by my aunt. Hey, my aunt can tell you know what? I was registered a company. She was she was working as a sales rep more company A. So cool. Um she online mentor. Okay, this is how you do this, this is how you do cleaning, this is how you can beat these people, what what what. Okay, cool. She was mentoring me. And then I get retrenched you. Well, we got retrenched. Sharp. I went home. Um, and then I started now experiencing the outside world. Get experience on my own company. I did tenders. I, I remember bidding for tender. I had running mine. Oh my God, I was really ambitious. But I still did it anyway. Um, and then after that... Ebe company C. Gila kai dira, gila company C. I was on, I was on attachment. They called me ka January 2019. Hi Cindy, we like you. Can you please come back? Okay, cool. Like a little package, like a Let me go and raise um some funds for my for my for my business, the office team. Okay, shop. I went there. So, I worked. So uh-huh. so so. So when you were when you were running this cleaning company, ne 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 kosa kopani. Ne kosa kopani I was new to it because I used to get caught with the guy and all. Ne kosa kopani because I was being sustained. Can you really avoid it? Thank God for that. Okay. Yeah, ne kosa kopani. So company C a bit pizza and I was like, oh okay, package that thing high bed. Okay, cool. Like give them my. I went and I started. I can take. Now, company, I'm at the office team at cleaning. Now it gets getting customers because I was I was now investing money into it, advertising the company profile, branding, and all that and all that. Now I was I was um, pumping cash into that. Yan the customer and I can't help them because now company B it's a parastatal. I can't I can't just do whatever I want compared to company B and nearly a private one. I'm here to raise funds for the business. The business but I can't help them. Negative like double life. Hey, I was living a double life. Um and I felt like you know what I can't do this. Six months down the line, I quit my job. construction immediately. I was there was a lady go United States of America. She was running a a family construction business. How we netend that I 
ya who, who, who construct the JFK International Airport. I was inspired and I registered it immediately. You know what? I'm throwing myself into construction. I want to make money, you know, at a young age and all that. So that's how business and because the minute you 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 turn down customers over that hey i'm busy or they sense that you are busy for them they because they go to other people that serve them so free. i didn't have customers oh my god first month second month yeah no first yeah, first month, second month. Get to the car, guys. Happen, Cindy. Yes. Cindy. Yes. Cindy. I'm a Arame hole. Let me bring the table up to the same space as you. Okay. Okay. So table, you've 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 quit your first job. Um, you go you go there and then how does it work out? One na komo kodi tane, one na mo. How does that work out for you? <laughs> this is where the drama begins. So, um, I didn't know how I was actually going to do this. Why? Because to provide people with real estate expertise, it actually requires you to have a lot of experience, networking and all of that. And I knew even then, but I didn't have as much experience that as I needed because by this time I had only worked for two years or a year and a half. Um, so, yeah, no, I decided, no, since now I'm not an expert, I'm going to put experts in front of Botswana. And that's how Vantage Property started. It started off already events, property events. Um, if you go, if you look at the history, yeah, any publication that has written about Vantage Properties, Back then, 2008, they're talking about our conferences, seminars, property seminars, and whatever. And they did fairly fairly good. Our first um, seminar was sponsored by Pakalane. They gave us a venue, Dijon, and everything, and gave us airtime on Yarna FM to advertise the, 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 the seminar. And then um, I think it's the same one that BIC then sponsored um, for people, for some of people to come. So what I did was I would I would think of uh, how a transaction works and who the stakeholders are. Insurance perspective, funding perspective, um, how the transaction actually goes across and then have a legal person then speak there. So the topics were around different transactions. So that year we did about four or five events um that was 2008 i guess um we did about four or five events sponsored yeah like pakalane yabedi was fnb yabararo was bic yabu four was bhc and then um yabu yabu five i don't remember who sponsored gana in a in a in a combination yeah the different ones so um sponsorship yeah and then um, towards the end of the year, I needed to have applied to RIP. I needed to have applied to, I don't even know, RIAC wasn't there at the time, if I remember well. It was just RIP, RIP the Real Estate Institute of Botswana. I literally have the letter, you don't have the experience, uh, you, you are at risk of um misinforming people 
uh, or ask uh, in fact one of the things that the letter says is um think hire somebody with more expertise khora a go supervise there's nothing crazier than that that i read in my life but anyway that was that that was towards the end of the year and then what they then did was they wrote a letter to bc to say or bc hires for not sponsor because um i'm not a member yarib so it was a big it was i felt like it was a big fight um that it was something that i used to talk to my granddad about what okay fine in this scenario what can i do i was very close to my grandfather that december so when he passed it really like i felt like everything was crushing down on me um there were just too many things hey um there were just too many things when i look at you register but back i'm going to register even though but then i do have a working business model like i make money though all i need was 750 to pay rent and then 400 below for for home and hati ke for for the jotani ah mikile shapo um so when we made so the sponsorships would normally be about 30 50k per event and they would generally cover because there were about 150 people and we did i think we did all of our events kupakalani because they we got the venue um for free um and that's the one thing that i think i don't have a close relationship with lele sang but it's the one thing he extended to me after he heard what i wanted to do and why i wanted to do it um and then what happened yes so the whole thing my granddad dies so hakelo um then decided ah i can't fight i don't have the energy to do this anymore um so i stop you know so i stayed kosorwe all of december and towards the end of january kgone be ke boela mogaboroni i didn't really have a plan ya gore what am i going to do but i knew that if i continued i'm at risk of my reputation being killed by this rib thing and because my my intentions were still there um i needed to find a way around it god being god um nikena ko face for now this time um as i was staying with a friend nikena letend um then i go to spa i think nikila wara ka boroto or something ke kopana le um bale from kumo He says to me, "Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. Hey, sorry about your granddad. Yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't know him very well. Um, but na le mo 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 komaning arib. About you know, I'm looking for a property manager. Make a maragara. Oh, how much are you paying him? Abam palal. How much are you willing to pay? Abam palal la kar bukay. Oh, okay. I would be willing to do it for this much. About oh, okay, no sharp. Um, come through catch us there for interview." Cool. and then i did that so in my mind i was thinking okay why would i go back into into corporate first i need to get my rib membership i need to get more experience on different investment vehicles that property i need to build my own network i need to have experience that is undoubtable so i used to say i'm going to leave where when eriki buaka property 
in the industry who can question my credentials. So when I went back to job, I was one-track minded about what I wanted to get out of that. So this was 2009, right? Yeah, this is now 2009, February. And, and just to, to give perspective, Kumo, Kumo Properties, you guys would, were, were managing what? Uh, I was managing... Rail Park. Rail Park wasn't there at the time. <laughs> I was managing yeah. all of the Debsona Pension Fund portfolio, all of the Biffin portfolio, um, half of the 10-star portfolio, um, GPH portfolio. And, okay, portfolio... Uh, what should I say? <laughs> Get, the investments, basically. Hey, the, all the different properties <laughs> in that regard. So I think at the time, Debsona Pension Fund was... Uh, oh Jesus, the numbers are gone. But I remember we were trying to push them to increase their their allocation yeah property to at least two billion um and then i don't remember the the the, the sizes but it was quite a big quite a big portfolio that's fine the board, yeah that's fine now go, what were you what, what were you doing well tell us you know a, a quick thing yeah yeah we'll go kuma properties how you left or yeah guy let's uh-huh. get to the 75,000. <laughs> Okay, fast. Okay, so I after Kumo, I learned everything that Kumo could give. Um, they, I, I was able to build strategy for 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 different portfolios, turn around properties that were not performing well, um, provide strategic direction, um, and like I knew the ins and outs of operating a portfolio. So I had learned what I needed to learn. What I was left with was um asset management which w- which would have included um the property and what happens with the rental after it, it, it's in what happens with the money so then i got um employed go at liberty it was called liberty properties at the time liberty properties were the managers the little larona which then changed to stanley direct property investments um and i was I actually started that business division, Mobutuan. Um, and I ran as asset manager, I think, for two years, 2011, 2012. Um, yeah, 2011, 2012. And then 2013 is when I became CEO, yeah, little Larona. Because in terms of the contract, yeah, 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 Rona, little Larona, Stanley provided the, the CEO. So that's how I became CEO. So, 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 so basically, Onoluko. Unoluko Kumo, um, mm. Stanlib is an essay. It says it wants to move into Botswana. Mm. Um, if I remember correctly, it needed somebody to start that yeah, whole business. The property off. division. So you property put your hand up. Yeah. And then they asked you to start that off. And then the first major client you guys landed, Nelly Little Laronike. So they had landed the client first. So they landed the client uh-huh. first and needed to set up office here. And then they needed somebody to. to actually establish um, Mobotswana, get the team together and, and manage um, the, the portfolio, manage all the agreements and all of that from a Mobotswana perspective. 
So at the time, I was literally running two offices. I was running the office, office here, yeah, yeah, Stanley, lay office here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because... So that's that's when you get to the point where you are now, um, you now become little Larna CEO, yes. and you you get yes. seventy five thousand a month. Yeah. Eh, hey, cool, fantastic. So, Risare Kagala, seventy five thousand. No, 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 Oh, guys, are we here? <laughs> <laughs> My I'm lifestyle joking. never I'm... changed. <laughs> um. I bought myself a car that I wanted, uh, built a house that I wanted. Um, uh, I traveled a bit and I bought the clothes that I wanted. Um, we bought a lot of franchises in SA. Um, some did well, some failed dismally. Let me ask you something. Um, let, 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 let me let me ask else? you something. Kind of basically, at this point, at this yeah. point, you were probably what eight years into your career or so. How do you? Mm-hmm. How, why? What, what? How do you think you got to that point? Was it? Was it um, the course that you did, which maybe in a Simo Botswana, the field that you were in specifically, and just like. Um, did that also have to do with luck where companies were only now sort of starting, you know, to, to get developed in that specific industry? Um, and how much of that is also just the fact that how much it was you or or could this have been anyone morning? Um, I would say because there's a lot of people who did my course who asked me at the time, okay, how did you get to this? Um, the simple thing is differentiation. You need to be different. Your first degree puts you as multiple other people, but there's a combination of things, um, combination of experiences, combination of other courses. Well, after I graduated at at, thingy, at UCT, every year I graduated at something. I did sectional title certificate. I did my master's degree. I did every year until I, I certified, I, I became chartered. I did some course and I think my last course, hey, it was, it was Hakechatara. That was when I got appointed um, and, and I stopped studying. I, I, you cannot get me to study in, well, I'm lying cause I'm now doing coding, but <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, okay. yeah, it's just a combination then- of, where people think, okay, we're looking for this kind of expertise. And then you're able to say, I have that and I have this and this and this and that. So I can give you a different um, offering. I'm different from everybody else. That is very, very important. And also taking up space, um, speaking. De, 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 de. A lot of people who are in business, um, but they, you go into meetings, with whether it's with government or whatever, and then you just walk out. And nobody knows your name. Kimudu Mompoying, and you know this. Um, Tundra is here. I can see he knows this. Uh, there's no meeting Yungao attend unless I feel like it's completely useless that I don't speak in. So even if somebody doesn't know me, they will leave that room asking themselves for, oh, who's that lady? She seems like she has an opinion. And I'm on for that. That thing helps. Even if even even if that opinion is just to to piss people off or or about what they like. Hey. And sometimes I do that. I mean, <laughs> I, rem- I remember, this is a funny one. 
I attended a, a thing in yeah, 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 Green Building, a conference at Green Building in SA that was um, sponsored by some UK organization that had come down to talk to Africans about um, conservation in, in, in how we build our buildings and making sure what we preserve the, the environment. And I said to them, oh, so after you guys go mess up the environment goal yeah, huh? on every single piece of land you have, you come here where you find so much green and tell us, Hori, we need to conserve our land. It's nonsense. Yo, the guy turned red, but he left that place knowing who I am. All right, cool. Now, <laughs> Cindy, Cindy's already taken us through how, you know, she ended up in construction, in cleaning. Now, when you are the CEO of Literally Larona, it's a it's a Botswana Stock Exchange listed entity. Um, you are appearing in magazines and newspapers. Um, how do you then jump from that job, um, to now saying, you know what, for example, someone like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- go back to Vantage Properties and start again. Mm. Yeah, there was a, a personal reckoning, hey? So, mind you, at this point, um, how old am I? I'm 30. 30, 31. Um, yeah. And I keep asking myself, okay, so I'm a CEO of a listed company in Botswana. What happens next after this? You can't, you can't be CEO all of your life, and I've never stayed in any organization for more than five years. What happens next after this? And then Stanley had this new tagline that um Modi officing there would be it would be playing throughout the ad would be playing and all of that. Um if you remember it, it's it, when you follow when you follow your passion, success follows you. Now you can imagine this tagline is playing the whole day in my background. The whole day and i'm trying to deal with what is my what's gonna happen next right um and i asked myself for why did you get into into um back into work and it became clear to me everything that i said i was going to do i have done right um I have done every single investment vehicle. I have looked at every scenario. I've looked at contracts. There is no type of property that I can say, Um, there is no entity that I cannot advise with authority. Um, So what am I waiting for? And um, at the time, then the 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 Nicole and Stanley contract terminated. I moved to SA to do the Liberty Properties, and this was now um, Sentin City redevelopment and all of that kind of stuff. Um, the 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 bringing in Diamond City into Sentin into Sentin City, and I can go like I was literally there for for two weeks, and I asked myself, what am I doing in South Africa? I've never aspired to work in SA um, and I don't care how much I'm earning, I'm out. 
Um, and at the time, because they were still working on my permits and, and all of that, you know what, guys? I just need to spend a little more time with my family. My daughter had just started crashing and all of that. Um, she was a year and a half. Um, so I came here. This was, I think, mid-September. And... Ah, online and all of that. Ah, at some point, I just said, ah, guys, I'm, my heart is not in it. I'm sorry, I, I'm not coming back. Because at the time, the agency was still document there for Nikisa submit my police report. I get I needed to submit the police report. They go, 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 essay. My police report. So they kept on asking, you know what? I'm not coming back. Um, and by this time, there was a bit of havoc around, am I, am I not coming back? Why? All that drama. So, yeah, our negotiation for my amicable departure ended in January. January what year? <laughs> January 2014. Is it 2014 or 2015? I think it was... So from, so, so from my resignation in September, um, we agreed the terms of parting ways in January. Nikki Limola being hella for those, that entire period. Um, I get you know, with <laughs> the, the terms of these things, you need to sign amicable parting... You need to your 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 parting. There are payments that you are made to leave and not to some do more, and all of them. Yeah. Just needed to make the sure. Non-disclosure. I'm not upset by anything. Um, how do I come to SA for a short period of time and then leave immediately? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's park it there, mm. Cindy. Cindy, can I release the lagar? Yes, twenty nineteen. You've seen, you've watched, you've watched this woman who inspired you uh, building JFK. You decide to go into construction. Um, Wakata Can you please repeat that? Nikera, how did that journey from the time when you start wanted to start this construction company? How does your journey then go? Because you've already had one company in the cleaning one for Sabiakasante. You know, you then decide for you're jumping into the construction one. Leone, I guess, Osana as much experience as well. How do, how does that whole thing work out? Oh, okay. Um the cleaning company okay, let me just quickly in case I didn't um, just leave it like that. advertise like it's operating. Some people thought I had business because likes is equal to sales, but it's not the case. So when I when I jumped into construction, I I, I didn't even have any experience. I didn't even know. I didn't know foundation and what 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 what. So when I jumped into that, advertiser that was a quit ka 2019 july i registered it ka august yes i think oh july or august somewhere there so 
I didn't know. And then I had an idea. Do you know what? Because I'm I'm now home. I'm doing nothing. brainstorm. I okay, fine. I quit my job. Then what's next? Uh, brainstorm. okay, fine. construction. I don't want to only rely on government tenders. By the way, construction. Um, and then you know what? I think the best way to start is for me to advertise um, and all that. And then I, I consulted somebody who was into construction, property development. Can you get into it? Especially um, how an individual you can end up um, not making much profit so i begin to add that into heart you know what okay fine let me just go to something else i then approached um different construction companies with my with my company profile um i went to company a i went to company b c d and e okay this is me the best advantage was that i'm a i'm a girl and I'm young. I used that card. You know what? Um, empower me. I'm young. I'm a girl. Oh, I, by the way, I've, I look very petite. I look like I'm 12 years old. So I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Um, I'm going to go there and ask them to be my mentors um, to help me through this construction thing. Um, if there are any. Of course, I don't have experience. I can highly reference I'm credible. So I needed to start as a subcontractor. I talked to this guy, Some were just talking to me, yes, but of course, I agree. I want mentorship, but I Cool. Uh, I, I pursued uh, I pursued this company B and then they ended up Bantileza. In fact, Kebabana Mowimp, Kebana the the owner of the company go wimpi. I call go fishing his private number. Luckily they gave it to me. Because I get hi. Um we have a meeting Mo Wimpi. Where are you? Where are you seated? I get a Like physically, I don't know how he looks like. But I'm sitting there, I don't know you. Have you ever met I've long asked to see you. And then it became a lot And then we started talking, talking. Abe and okay, fine. Gats while I can go December, Jan, okay, fine. Rats while can we talk? January, okay, cool. Um, got leaning on Kakisimala on Nali the passion killings. I cleaned up a murder scene. Um, that went well for my for a first time, um, cleaner. So, January, when I was just sitting. And all that. Luckily, I had my savings to sustain me. And all that. So I was just sitting and then I received a call from this guy. Um, okay, um, can we meet up Wimpy? So then I was staying in block six. So Wimpy Western Bypass is just like five minutes drive. And then we started talking about okay, fine, you want to work, right? About I have a construction job. We are building a safari lodge. Um it was on a it, it we we spoke on a Wednesday. Yeah, we met it was on a Wednesday, Harakopan. I I I have a job go to 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 Safari Lodge. It's still ongoing, so we are behind schedule. 
so can you please um go there where go heleletsa as a subcontractor when i did a bricklaying hella are you up for it i didn't hesitate i was like yes i'm up for it about okay fine where are your boys like mike don't worry about my boys um it's wednesday ne thursday yeah no i have to look for the boys the bricklayers and then I, I i sit i sat down with my mother i became malala situation mama bantar but why not we go batla ba berikiko kasane go to kasane and we go ba batla ne le gore go wednesday gatena by monday tsantsore bikele mo fielding go simolwa go agiwe okay cool um friday i left friday i left ka go kasane ka go bana the site e ya buang ka yone um i i had to advertise khorekebatla di bricklayers on facebook uh and then people came in for interviews that was on a friday i i got to kasaneka saturday ma pakala because i had to take a bus ya busiho sunday i was conducting interviews um doing contracts ridumalan and all that and then monday we started and that was my proudest moment khore with no experience in construction i i managed to pull that off Um, I left ka Tuesday ke tla ga borone yanong ke setse ke na le contract ya cleaning gape ya one year ne ke bone so I had to come ke tla go feleletsa le deadline te ka hale and left these guys badira my construction job baloko kasani so that is that, that is where what I can say for now and that was that was what beginning of 2020 No that was yes beginning of 2020 Okay so that, so basically that's what you've been doing for the past year and a half fantastic Ye- Yes yes so All right so Tabit so, so when you've got a child you're married you're in SA you decide for enough is enough um you then come back with the whole rebuta vantage prop vantage properties take us through that journey those early years 2015ish yeah i think the first thing is the 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 thought process because i get a little bit of the questions that a lot of people are asking was how did you make this decision um first thing was when when this thing became much more clear in my mind i said to my husband we're we're, we're going to get poor <laughs> We're about to get broke. So he says, "Okay, shop. What do you mean? Come on, Lord, keep on. This is what I'm thinking. I want to leave work, um, and that means uh, the last time I did this, I was barely surviving. Kenamo motuen hafungum hotsain. Now we have got mortgage. We have got vehicles." we have got school fees we have got a life that we have been living we've got a lifestyle <laughs> we have a lifestyle this is going to change and fortunately because of the person that he is and his own personal experience he's like yeah sure give it a shot and then he says to me i'm giving you two years <laughs> to get your act together <laughs> um but the one thing we said was we will do everything um or the one thing he made me promise was that I'll do everything in my power to make sure we don't lose any of our assets if um 
any of our assets are at risk um, of loss, I will consider going back to work. So that's the one thing he said, listen, I'll support you across everything. But when it now comes to the assets that we have built, um, we're going to have to have a conversation at that point. And I need you to be able to justify thoroughly why the asset needs to go before your dream. So we had that conversation. And it was scary because I didn't know how. Um, we had a lot um, of savings. I didn't know how long they were going to last us. The most important thing um, was um, the mortgage young because we didn't want to lose, especially the house that we live in. Um, so that was the, 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 the key thing. Uh, and, and then he said, okay, fine, go for, go for it. So fortunately, a bit of my package, a bit of the, 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 the savings that we had did last us for the two years. Um, but re, who could it say, tata, tata, our lifestyle, bare minimum. We buy groceries for the month and a little bit of entertainment no new clothes, um, no unnecessary traveling. I think we reduced our traveling to once a year outside the country um, for, for leisure, and we only visited friends, so we don't stay in hotels. When we go to SA, whether it's Cape Town or whatever, or Joburg or whatever, we are staying at a friend's house. We go to Namibia, we're going to a friend's house. We don't stay in hotels. Um, and I remember the one time, just because of the strict thing, Guys, when my daughter was now two years, um, this is like, it stays in my mind. Um, and my little girl wants a bike. This bike is 250. And we can't afford to buy it. Coming from being able to afford anything you wanted to not being able to give your child a bike because hey <laughs> it's not food you won't die if you don't get it and therefore it's not a priority on anything that was really pain it was painful on both of us and she wasn't a needy child so she, she, she's a person who she's now eight years no, there's things that there so she says there are needs and there are wants and there are things that we don't wants are not necessary all the time. So that was a painful thing for her to learn at two years. I don't think I ever wanted my child to learn something like that at that age. So come um yeah, so that's two years we're doing okay. And then um, on the in 2016 now is when I need to hire people. I need to hire people for the business to grow. I cannot run a business. I think it was 20, I don't know now. I had come to a point of understanding that in order for my business to grow, I need to hire people so that we can increase our productivity and do more things. And I need more brains in the business and all of that. So I take a chance, I hire people and um, our production isn't as great. I mean, at the time you would imagine 
you're talking about research in real estate and advisory services. Um, what are you talking about? It's not even necessary, especially at that time when everybody thought property is something that it spills gold. How's that a hell of a thing? Money comes out. We do very well in risky times, like when people are not sure. We do very, very well because that's when people want to measure their risk and all of that. But during that time, it was really, really tough to justify our existence. But we had supporters because of the network that we had. Um, we still were able to do feasibilities. And I think at the time is when we then went into um, managing developments and doing a bit of property management there and doing a bit of um, agency there. And these were not... So I kept on going back to, this is not what this company is about. And it cannot distract us simply because we're chasing money. We need to establish ourselves for what we are about. And that time had to come. So come 20, 2017, I think, or 2016, towards the end. Um, hi, Stephen. Stephen knows. Um, he used to work at Vantage. Um, come 2016, 17 there is when we the research that we were doing came to um, making me realize that the route that I have chosen here yeah, research can only do well when you get into technology. Because, I mean, if you look at like just trajectory, yeah, how decisions are being made, the importance, yeah, yeah, being able to manage your risk, using data to make decisions and all of that. I saw this thing coming out in our research back then. And that's when I decided, you know what, we need to incorporate technology into our business. And I knew nothing about technology at the time. And this was also the same time that the BSE then released the, I think they launched the Venture Capital Board. And um, we met all of the requirements of the Venture Capital Board. And I thought, hey, since we're going into technology, why don't we raise cap um, for this venture, hedge my dear, hedge my dear with property and then be able to um, properly launch um, a technology business, get the right people in who know what technology, how to build this technology thing and the decision making and the machine learning, uh, all of these things that were all new languages to me. Um, and Towards the yeah, it's twenty seventeen now. I remember quite clearly. So we got our approval. raise a cap on the BSE. I think it was February twenty seventeen, and then we started um, the doing the. How much were you? How much were you trying to raise? We were. We initially wanted to raise fifty million, and then we went up to a hundred million. Um, of the advice. So, so, so basically, this was you pivoting from um, being an advisory firm in property and then sort of realizing, look, we're going to need to incorporate technology. And obviously, and, and you're, you're probably looking at this at a global level. Definitely. Um, whereas, whereas obviously our market, firstly, they haven't even realized advisory, let alone that now we actually need to incorporate tech into it. Exactly. And that's where you're trying to push this through to. Yes, exactly. So in the conversations, like... 
literally every single pitch we went to, guys were like, but Tebe, you are a property person. Why don't you just raise money and put it into property? We know you will do well there. And I'm like, no, that's not what we're about. So I remember we had this, we had this argument yes. quite a few times where I kept saying, I don't understand what you're trying to do. Yes. Why don't you just build a mall? Because you can build malls. Build <laughs> you, a mall. You, you have this experience. Why don't you do the thing you, you know, the thing you're good at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that obviously didn't go well. Um, and come, because I remember, come, so we were supposed to list in, in November, November 17, 2017. Yeah, it was November 17, 2017. We had done all our roadshows. And that's when I got... Um, I got admitted to the um, Alibaba um, eFounders program. And when I was there, um, that's when, like, literally the period, yeah, 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 the listing not happening was when I was there. So it was a bittersweet feeling. Yeah, Jorge, oh, Jesus, we haven't been able to raise the cap. But here I am in this wonderful space, learning so much about the very thing that we actually want to do. So I really, at the time, I had a reckoning, Yahore. Am I, am I an idiot? Am I crazy? Um, why, <laughs> why am I so adamant about this technology thing? Why am I adamant about this data thing? Um, maybe this thing is not real. But my trip to China and the experience that I had and the, the exposure that they gave me there with the different businesses, they really, really, um, re, they rebuilt the dream for me because they, they really, like I saw technology in practice. I saw data in practice. I saw the, the impact it had on investment, on making sure that the, like, okay, I'll give an example, okay, a shopping mall, right? So, like, we would go to a shopping mall that is data-led, right? And the managers of that shopping mall would know before the retailer would, hey, um, how I position this, um, this, uh, Product. This item, hey, this product, the Hawaii bias because a lot of people buy Reka, but if you put it closer to the front of the shop, you would have more people see it and buy it. And therefore, as as property managers and whatever, they they and property owners, they are interested in the success of the retailers. And that then builds a bigger or a better ecosystem with their tenants. So the success of their, of their tenants makes it possible for them to build more shopping malls because then their tenants are also able to grow. And that was really amazing for me. So even when it came to, um, like, just the, the, the ecosystem, yeah, how retail and residential comes together and how you can make it work together using data. Um, and, like, there was so much that they showed us in real time um, that I was like, I want to be a part of making this happen in Africa because a lot of the things that are being built, the, a lot of the, just developments are 
not well positioned simply because they are built out of gut feel or some experience not out of real data or real information where you know as a matter of fact people in in Tlokweng between Bukana and Bukana and they prefer to shop Koshopasi and not Koshopisi. Therefore, if you put a shoppers here, it is likely to succeed better than a Chopis because so if um, you put a, a Chopis here, they are likely to drive to the next shoppers instead of buying at this one. This is information you want to be able to make, put it at your fingertips, at the our client's fingertips. So when I came back from there, this is now, um, I had spent a month and a half in China and my daughter wasn't talking to me um, anymore because sometime because the, the time the time difference is six hours. So I only spoke to them um, which was midnight um, in, in China or the other way around. Um, and they called me China, and I was hanging out with guys and she was like, why am I with a man um, in the middle of the night? But we were just out for dinner. But anyway, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss, hey. And this time so, what so, she was... So, yeah, I want to bring in I want to bring in because I think between yourself and Cindy, we've 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 talked about that thing of sort of leaving that job that that had an element of comfort, mm. and then just pursuing your dreams. I mean, for you, you've even had scenarios where people were saying, "No, we'll give you money for this," but you're ignoring them and going after that, and 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 all of that yeah. kind of failing. Well, not failing, but let's just say not working out. Um, I want to bring in other people. I mean, we've been talking for an hour and a half now. Um, yeah. I want to bring in. I want to bring in questions. So you know, I haven't been checking. I haven't been checking online on on Twitter if people are actually if people are if people are even engaging with people even care about what we're talking about. Um, and 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 just say, I want to ask people to, to ask to to sort of start sending me requests for questions, but I want ask you the i want to ask you both the first question and my first question would be um looking at that jump between leaving work and becoming a full-time entrepreneur if you had to do it again um what do you think you would do differently so if there's anything in that path what would you do differently and as you ladies answer that question um, I'll invite people to send speaker requests as well. Um, okay, great. Can I start? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, looking back, uh, if there's anything that I would change, if I would, if I were to go back, absolutely nothing. Um, the roughness of it taught me a lot. It made me who I am right now. Um. I'm very confident in what I do. And the challenge is that thing had such a giddy's hub. And I would leave my job again and again and again to pursue entrepreneurship. Like, there's absolutely nothing I would change because if I were to change it, then I don't think I would be who I am right now. Uh, 
Okay, cool. Oh. So, Tebe, how what would you okay. do differently? Uh, hey, I, I, I don't think there's anything apart from maybe not buying a second car. <laughs> but <laughs> as for as for just decisions in general, um, I think I did everything that I could do at the time that I I, I needed to do it. Um, I mean, when I think about it, oftentimes we say, "I wish I would have quit earlier," but with the path that I have taken, if I had quit earlier, I probably wouldn't have survived to be able to take advantage of technology because at the time there wasn't that much. Um, so yeah, I would, I would do it again, exactly the same way. Um, and just brave it out because the future looks brighter. Absolutely. I can, I can, I can, I I, I get what you mean because Linda, you know, I've, I've obviously followed a similar path, um, to you, um, which I haven't talked about and I'm not the subject, so it's not important for me to talk about it, but you know, one thing sometimes right now I look back and I feel like I wish, I wish I knew what, I wish I'd started entrepreneurship in 2006 when I left school. Um, even if it's, even if that was farming. Um, but I also realized that the reason why I see the opportunities that I see now, and I'm probably able to take advantage of them now is because I did the 10, 15 years I did in corporate and built the network and built the know-how. And that if I walk into a room, lightly, um, and, and that, thing is, that thing is invaluable. Um, you know, even right now when we're doing these things like spaces and all of that, with regards to, you know, just trying to do them, starting to, to trying to monetize them, do all of that. You know, people who I can talk to know the quality of person that they're talking to. So, you know, and you can't have that without the without the work experience. The experience. Hape, mm. I think we need to be to be honest about this, right? Um, for me, the way my, my company works and how it is set up is because of my corporate experience. The way I was doing things was pretty, um, let's wing it all the way. But everything is structured. There are systems. There are what? Because I know the value of these things to the value of the business. So, and Luha appreciate that the impact of building culture in a small business, because at the end of the day, if your intention is to become, and I always say this, um, I'm, I'm okay with saying this because I can see some guys who are here. If we're building a corporate that's supposed to conquer the continent, it needs to be solid from the ground. So we cannot afford foundation. And, and that's the one thing that I feel like I learned a lot um, from building when you set up a business, these are the core things you really need to watch out for and make sure that um, they are solid right from the get-go. Cool. Do we, guys, do we have any questions? Uh, Cindy, I've seen a few people. You you mentioned that your first job in in cleaning was cleaning up a medicine <laughs> and you just jumped <laughs> over there. Yeah. And that you Yo, that was interesting. Where? No, once young. 
So people want to find out what the smell is that you cleaned up. Okay, fine. Let me just quickly run through that. Um, Without too much. Um, yeah. Of course. Of, of course. Who killed who? No, absolutely. I can have a decline that I'm confidentiality has to be there. So, in a Lukotula Mosese, boyfriend killed girlfriend, Montung, Abamolotella Montung, and Abat Walsia. So, how was it? So, in Kukihaila Maidi, Bathroomila Maidi, you know, the whole Hakarari. Almost regular up until that, and a motuele thing, and then now there was pool of blood. I think the the lady on that on she she stayed there in the house for about what three days. So it's an uh her body necessity decay. So we had to come and clean up the blood, plus mongo. We had to remove mongo. No, um. My dear thing now is the alley dry. So even if lahan ali meti. Um, I don't know. I'm not scared of blood. I'm not even scared of corpses, if I may call it, dead people. Because I have a belief that they'll never haunt me or they'll never do anything. Even though I was emotional to hear, the lady. I just get you know, so I can't say. Um, it was really that bad, you know. I I came in, disinfected the place, removed it with pressure washers, removed the blood with pressure because and I just had to make the place look new again. So yeah, that's exactly what happened. Oh, by the way, it wasn't me cleaning. My people were cleaning. So fantastic. Um. So, Tebe, we've had a question. Kantele, you were talking about how, you know, obviously, um, and I knew people would get interested in this, this, this issue. You've got a piece of land. Um, you want to develop it. You obviously want to go to someone more accomplished and experienced. How does one sort of make sure that don't get ripped off in in in, in scenario? <laughs> Um, the truth is there's no developer that will develop your land on your behalf and give you land and give it back to you after a certain number of years. So that's the first thing you need to get off your, your mind. It will never happen. Um, the second thing is it's not that hard to actually get funding provided you are building something more modest so that you can build your own track record. Um, we often advise our customers to um, phase out their development so that you can get um, funding for your first phase through CEDA will fund you. Um, and this is why we provide the services that we provide. We can prepare for you. Your, we do the feasibility for you. We do your, your, your development proposal for you, your investment proposals for you um, to make sure that um, what you're trying to build, first of all, is feasible. Because kind of the thing that um, the financial institutions look for in an experienced developer is that they wouldn't build something that is not feasible. So you need to understand that um, what you're building has to be feasible and viable for you to get funding. 
So if it is indeed viable, you can get funding, NDB, CEDA, whichever one um, is more appropriate for your structure. Start small and then build out. That's the only advice that I can give in that regard. Okay, I got an, I got another question. You mentioned that you were chartered, so what are you chartered in? And then you may also mention that you're learning to code. What's the story behind that? Um, I am chartered in property investment and finance. Um, and then I'm code. I'm in a, uh, I run a tech business. So um, occasionally <laughs> I need to, when it's time for all hands on deck, when there's something wrong, <laughs> it means everybody needs to be able to solve the problem so it's it 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 becomes quite frustrating if i keep saying let's am hakai <laughs> i prefer to get my hands dirty so i need to uh, to i'm learning how to code so that i can be able to add value to my team as we as we chat our way forward um and make sure that we deliver good solutions for for our market from your from your experience, the 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 thing that you are chatted in, what chatted what 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 what, he but who, I think but what banana you move to? Cheroskar chatted what 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 what. Property investment and finance. I don't know anybody else. Well, the last time I checked, I don't know anybody else who's chartered in this mobile zone. A lot of people who are chartered in real estate are chartered valuers. They're not chartered in property investment and finance. But I know a few people after I chartered who um, pursued the route. So I just don't know what Rabba head is. And and what 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 would a what would a child need like? How do you, how do you how does one get into that specific? How does it work? What, how do you get chatted? No, what okay. what should your first degree have been? Da 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 da, all of that kind of stuff. Okay. Oh, um, your your first degree needs to be something related to real estate. Um. Or like in the built environment, whether it's it, I don't know if quantity surveyors can chatter in this area. But yeah, if you're in this in this um field, yeah, 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 in the built environment, that means architects, quantity surveyors, um, construction managers, um, property managers, property wara 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 wara. Where when you charter, the other thing that they add on apart from your first degree is your your work experience. What are you working in? If you're working in financial services, so. In the area that I've chatted in, it requires you to have done financial modeling. It requires you to have done various investment methods. Um, it requires you to have a full understanding of um, forecasting and uh, all, all sorts. Um, guys, I chatted almost 10 years ago. <laughs> Am I? No, I'm lying. Maybe 8, 10, no, a little bit. Maybe six, yeah, maybe six years ago. Um, okay. But the journey is you submit, you submit um, your, so for, you can, you submit quarterly projects that you are working on, your learnings, 
um, and your opinion um, as a professional, what, how should this kind of problem be sorted out in the industry type of thing? So if your advice is the right kind or whatever, you, you eventually get to do the interview with other, like the senior chatted guys, fellows, um, and um, then you, you, you can charter like that. I mean, mine was, was three very old white men from Cape Town. It's very interesting interview. Uh, Cindy, um, and, and I guess this question can go to both of you guys. There's a question that sort of said, where do you, where do you think you got your, your drive um, and your hustle from? Okay. Um, can I go first again? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Um, well, I would like to believe that I got it from my family. My family are entrepreneurs. They, my great granddad owned a business. My grandmother has always run businesses. She was a green grocer. Hey, um, and I always, she is, she has never been broke and I can get I want to run a business. Haki squeaky when my grandmother are kupa my di kanakupa head children my not me head children my di. I've never seen my grandmother alamodikulutung, you know, and she 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 was quite successful in whatever she was doing. So it gave me a drive. Yeah, if my grandmother can do it, Linda, I can do it. Plus, Linda, hell, I always wanted to. I I always wanted to be my own boss. I I genuinely have a problem with authority i have a problem to be honest with you so i just wanted my own freedom i wanted to make my own decisions i wanted to delegate i also wanted financial freedom because okay financial freedom yes business it can give you it can give you it's 100 percent guarantee what you have financial freedom i mean everything can fail um, anything else can fail. So that I, I believe that running a business can actually help me um, do what I want. I, I have free time to go to to pursue my other personal things. Financial freedom, but I'm not really that satisfied. You know, um, what keeps me going is that, let me just say, what what made me jump ship so like hacking the hard sea killing I was like, Hakana Pudi, Hakana Kate, Hakana Loni, Hakana Dikolotu. It's just myself. So I'm just going to do this. If I die, I die. So that is what um drove me to be here right now. This is what keeps me going. I have nothing else to lose but just a miss just missing an opportunity um i don't think of in business it it does become bad i need to go look for a job because i don't think i'll cope the next person unless unless um or whatever <laughs> so yeah that's 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 just my story that's what keeps me going I hope Kara Bile Potosant. Yeah, I think you did. So Tebe, what do you think? What do you, um, how, what do you think prepared? Yeah, I think the one thing that I got from my father is entrepreneurship. It's the one thing that he was able to pass down um, for me. 
Um, and in terms of drive, me, I was raised by very strong women. My mother, my grandmother, my aunts and all of that. So, and I am always grateful for my grandfather's um, approach to to girls um, because Genue Longkwari has always emphasized you can do anything you want to do. Um, and if you ever hear me talk, telling stories, I'm going to um, to a common name uh, he went off on me or I need to understand that I am special and I must appreciate what I wasn't named by mistake um, and that's really the thing every time I say to people that when I speak I speak with all the doses that come with who I am um, so that's the thing that keeps me going That's it. Um, can I, I ask? Can can yeah. I can I ask Tabe a question? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Sounds I message. Okay, fine. How how do you manage a business and a family? I, I just heard you're married and you have a child. How do you do that? I've got because two. Two kids. Okay, two. <laughs> you, you, let's just say you have two kids and a husband and you're running a business. So how, how, how do you juggle that? Because I always ask myself, after a long day at work, I come home, I'm alone. And I'm thinking, what if how was I going to cope, man? I'm tired. I just want to sleep. I just, you know, I'm busy. I've been busy. And how, how do you do that? You know, I, I, I don't even know which woman I read. I'm not sure what I'm making. Michelle Obama and Condoleezza Rice, um, who said, you should be the best who you are at the time that you are. So that's simply broken down is, I am the founder CEO of Vantage Properties. Um, and I meet with my friends. I'm with my friends. So I become a good friend when I'm with my friends. Mm-hmm. When I'm with my kids, I'm a mother. And that's all I am to them. I'm not CEO Yako Vantage and I do not, I don't mix them. Okay. Um, when I'm with my family, just that is the one thing that helped me to unapologetically say to people, ah, guys, it's time my kids are knocking off. I need to go pick them up. And everybody knows. I'll come back to work. That's it. I don't accept meetings. Um, and, and that's it. Even my kids know. On Thursday night is date night. It's mama and papa's time. I will nice. not give them any attention on Thursday night. Um, yeah, so it's the only way to do it. And just as a human being, I think it's the best way to balance anything. Let let everything fall into its own category and mm-hmm. move on. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for that. I guess I'll take that um, in my future. Mm. Sure. How would I put on play? Move on. 
Is he even still here? That's what I'm... No, he is. He is here. Even. I don't even know how to how to get... Pre- so, okay, let me check on, 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 on Twitter if there's any other questions. I'm not seeing any other questions. Um, it chatted in... Mm, let's check OBW spaces. Yeah, I think, guys, that's that's it. I don't know if, if it's possible for somebody else to ask questions when the host is not there. <laughs> Uh, okay uh let's see okay this is a hashtag so i don't know if uh, okay there we go um i think one already put a video that people had asked last time we've answered this one again yeah what what do you wish you knew yeah we have um, oh, I have an inbox. I'm waiting for it to come. I see there. Oh, I'm going to check the hashtag. Okay. Uh... There are no questions. Okay, here. Okay. Adding on to question for us, what would you say drives you? Okay, that's what we just answered. So many people have dreams um, and don't go far with them. What would you say they can do to get there? Okay. So I guess you should answer first. Um, can you please read, read, read it again? It says so many people have dreams... Um, but I guess it. But don't go far with them. What would you say they can do to get there? With their dreams, I guess. Um, I think first of all, you need to believe in your dream for you to actually get there. And the second thing is, you should also believe in yourself, or you can actually get there. Um, believe in your dream. you should believe that it's valid. It can actually come true and as a person you should believe that you have what it takes to actually do anything that you put your mind to um i I read a lot every month i read a new book and the book that i feel can actually fuel some of us why is it why c students hire a students that book helped me realize that i can do anything i want to i can actually open a hospital and hire doctors literally anything i can fly to the moon i can you know do whatever i want to do as long as i believe in myself um so for you to actually pursue your dream you just need to believe in it and believe in yourself the rest is history oh and the third one you need to start the minute you start that is yeah that that is how it is i mean i started in the cleaning industry but if you could be because i think lena you'd think i even went to school for that because i took time and research and did everything else i put my mind into it i believed in it i believed i could do it 
And yeah, I, I gave it my best because like I said, I have nothing else to lose but only this. Oh, thanks. I think for me, um, what can make you get there? I think it's, so your why is very important. So for me, it's, I could probably go on with my life and nobody's going to solve this problem and nobody's going to know that this problem needs to be solved and life goes on. It's not a major thing for anybody's thing. But what I have figured is that if something bothers you enough, the way that you can figure out if it is a viable business is if the solution to your problem can be sorted out quickly. Can it be sorted out in, by, by one person doing something sister and six months um, or can it be sorted out um, by something that can be done in, in a year? And for me, I think the problem that I'm trying to sort out is something that will continue to evolve and need sorting out way past my death. Mm -hmm, yeah. And that's the thing that keeps me going. Gore. Hey, I, will, I can only do my part and I hope I build an entity that will keep on trying to solve this problem for Botswana and for Africans that well that's my 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 response to that um, <laughs> i'm playing <laughs> i'm playing i can't tell you what's going on me i'm trying to speak and no one hears me Okay, so here, somebody asked, am I related to my sissy? No, I'm not. Neither is my husband and neither is uh, Honorable Manage, who is my husband's sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, they are not related in any way with my sissy. Um, there was a question before, what do I think about units and something? Okay. What is your advice for people who want to buy units when the developer sells before construction? There's nothing wrong with buying off plan. Um, the 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 only thing that I always ask somebody who comes to me and says I want to buy a, a, a house or I want to buy a unit, should I do it? Why are you buying it? Um, are you buying to live in it? If it's about you living in it for your own tastes, there's no logical reason why you should buy one thing apart from the other. It's about your heart, your feelings, your desires. Um, but if it's for investment, if it's an investment, then we can break it down to how much are these units going for. Um, if your intention is to rent them out, um, what is the market um that is the realistic market, not when the realistic market that will keep them maintained. Um, and why am I providing free advice on Twitter? But yeah, that's what I do. Um, Cindy, I in Cindy, I trust to actually build a hospital, okay. Cindy, there you have props there. Oh, thank you. Uh, 
is it what was the process it's it it is from eva it's from eva so there's another question hate what was the process of listing on the bse venture board what would you advise to upcoming smes is it a space they should take up ha okay okay so <laughs> the dynamic is this yeah venture board it's great that the bse has a venture board but um the truth is for your company to be listed on on the venture board or the main board or whatever asset managers are the first people to invest in it they are expected to take up a large chunk because they are um what the what are they called they are the institutional investors they have to do that first and if the institutional investors so the institutional investors batswere madiabo bpopf bodpf batswere madi alona and all of that and a venture board is um is a higher risk a company that is on the venture board is a higher risk company than the company that is on a main board that's why smes can get into a venture board now so far there's only been if i remember well one company is ending onto the venture board when we came in after yoni there were issues around um or they haven't been able to deliver some parts of their mandate even i think they they have delisted or they're in the process of delisting rona how are we going to make sure that happens and the truth is as an sme that you 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 can't provide guarantees of a certain nature and lima the 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 asset managers need to actually have an allocation to um ventures to risk they there needs to be an allocation for risk money for you to be able to raise capital on the bse venture board so without saying anything hella sesi or fukana sestang kwalegang it it's very hard for an sme an ordinary sme mobotswana to be able to enter onto the venture board you will still have to jump through hoops like a, a main board um sme but until such a time as when asset managers have risk money the success of such uh, 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 an activity is limited um Does the market respond to tech businesses? Does most revenues in your company come from the website, or customers physically walk to your office? Because I'm of the belief, but I'm not as skeptical about tech. Well, everything starts with skepticism, especially in the home market. So our market the interesting thing is when we are outside Botswana and everybody will bear witness when you are outside Botswana you will use Uber in SA you will order Uber Eats when you're in SA when you travel you go to the states you will order, like people I limo Botswana hela motala Botswana they are comfortable with ordering things on AliExpress or whatever um but for whatever reason we're not yet comfortable or we don't yet trust the technology yelongwaraya hakwan I am not losing um uh, what is it patience when you are when you are when you persevere and you know that it's an obvious 
next thing. No matter how much people try to refuse, unfortunately, technology will keep moving them. A lot of people, Lantlahadi Banka, you must go online. A lot of people were saying, um, it's social and what what guess what COVID comes in everybody's now banking online so some of the things and the wonderful thing about technology is it's, it doesn't grow gradually like any other industry with technology when people start using it they start using it and they'll start using it in bulk and that is what we believe we'll be able to experience um in the in the short term i mean the growth that we have had since we launched especially go smart value last year is quite significant and we believe if we bring more and more things that people understand and speak more to the decisions that people want to make um people will um, use more of the website. We don't particularly want people to walk to our office, so I don't know. There's very few people who come to our offices physically. Um, will rather do a, a, a Google Meets meeting and, and address you there, communicate the guy email and all of that kind of stuff um, using social media and all of that. So we would we actually prefer that um, customers go online than coming to our offices. Thank you.